Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Speak Your Power Now podcast, a show that empowers women through the transformational art of communication. I'm your host, Cheryl Clark, and I invite you to join us on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment, and personal growth. You know, I always say I'm just a girl from the Bronx. I learned a couple of tools along the way, and I'm here to share them with you. So this weekly podcast is going to be a source of practical tips, inspiring stories, and transformational insight that's going to help you break through to any self-doubt. So our mission is simple here. We're going to help you speak your power now because your voice matters. So subscribe now and let's dive into the world of Speak Your Power Now where your empowerment begins with your voice. All right, all right, all right. It's me, Coach Cheryl Clark, once again for another wonderful Speak Your Power Now podcast. And I have another special guest with me. So before we get into this, you know how I always say I'm Coach Cheryl Clark. I'm just a girl from around the way in the Bronx that learns a couple of tools along the way. And now I'm here to teach them to you. So I have a, I have an powerful, a powerful another woman that's coming to share her story with us, transformational story. But before we do that, you know, we get into our Speak Your Power Now declaration. So come along with me as we ground ourselves and we proclaim our day, we declare our day and move forward. I want you to take a nice, slow, slow, deep breath in through the nostrils and exhale that out. Get in a comfortable position as we begin to move through the Speak Your Power Now Declaration. Speak Your Power Now Declaration. Today, I reclaim my power of purpose. Today, I declare that I have unshakable faith and confidence in my uniqueness. Today, I declare that I will not live in fear, but with power, love, and a sound mind. Today, I declare that I always communicate with words to empower myself and others. Today, I declare to always honor myself by living in the present and living powerfully in each moment. Amen. All right. So listeners, listen, we have another empowering episode here at Speak Your Power Now. And today, before I let you meet my guest, I want to tell you a little bit about who my guest is. Well, she's not only one of my uh, Speak Your Power Now coaches, but she is a, a sister and a powerful empowerment coach. She is She has a gift from God a prophecy, evangelizing, and a teacher. And now in the body of Christ, she's beginning to move in her own right in therapy. She is she is globalizing the world and through her Empowerment Institute, where she uses her gifts to shape, sharpen, and strengthen women to break out of their shell and move in their purpose and heal their soul. She's going to tell us about her signature courses that she has, Get Out of the Shell, Legacy to Millions, and she guides women that has beyond the trauma and walk in their greatness. She has years of wisdom as the first lady of God, and she powers through as she goes and heals ladies as they walk in their journey with God-given talents. Janetta is also a first lady of the lightweight church of God in Christ. Under her, she serves on her husband, Pastor Daniel Yaboa. And I want you to put your hands together 
as we, as I, as we go ahead and have Janetta, I would say Lady Janetta, I would say Teacher Janetta, I would say Evangelist Janetta, I will say, listen, she's so much to everybody. She's going to tell you a little bit about her story. Welcome, Janetta Yaboa, to the platform. Thank you so much, Coach Cheryl. Excited to be here um, on your powerful platform. So excited to be here. Thank you. Well, I'm so happy that you're here with us today because not only are um, I love to, I love actually, Janetta has been around for a minute. I've known Janetta for how long I've known you, Janetta? Maybe a good, maybe like 10 years now, right? We've been in the yes. same circles for about 10 years. And she, you know, she has, she's a great mom and she's going to tell you a little bit about who she is. Janetta, as you join us today, we're thrilled to have you on the show and honored to have you. Just tell us a little bit about who Janetta Yaboa is and a little bit about your backstory. Thank you so much, Coach Cheryl. Well, who Janetta is, who Janetta Yaboa is, I am a mother, I am a wife, I am a student. I am an entrepreneur. Um, I'm so much bottled into one person, first lady, and, and the list goes on. Many hats that I wear, and I'm delighted that God has chosen me to wear the various hats that I wear. I told you who Janetta, your boy, is. My story, I'm so grateful for Speak Your Power now because my story is one being stuck in a shell. And as I was stuck in a shell, I, I was stuck in a shell because of trauma, because of pain of the past and disappointment. And the, the list goes on. And through this, through my journey, discovering that prayer is an essential component to getting out of anything, along with various other practices and coaches and so forth, I bumped into um, Coach Cheryl and her program has really transformed my life on a greater level and just you know you see how she opened the, the the podcast up with the declaration those things they ground us and they empower us even as we think about wanting to you know get behind the scenes or or not be who god has called us to be those kind of things has really cultivated me even the more to walk in my greatness well i you know i i thank you for the kudos right there but I, you know, there's certain things that I saw about Janetta, you know, when we get stuck in our communication and, you know, speak your power is all about, you know, powerful as we are as women. And she has, she does say she opened up and said, I have so many hats that I wear and we do. So I want you to tell me, how did you in this journey of you becoming Janetta, the empowerment coach, can you share a little bit about what inspired you to step into this empowerment role and how did that transform, you know, your life into doing something like that? Definitely. When I think about my life, years of education, years of training, years of preparation, but not really wanting to step to the forefront and share 
what I had on the inside of me. Why? Because maybe I felt insignificant that I didn't have that platform. You know, many of us think that we have to have this global um, platform with millions and billions of viewers before we can even say anything. And so things like that really had me in a mindset where I was just going to stay stuck in this shell and keep it all to myself. But I I had a very intriguing conversation with someone Mm. and they asked, They said, with all this wisdom that you have on the inside of you, how long are you going to be silent? Because there's people out there that are waiting for someone like you to begin to share with them their wisdom, how you got out of that situation. What steps did you take um, to get out of that situation? And, and, And it was then and there, I was like, you know what? It's time for me to stop staying inside of my shell and use my experience. That's where I got the get out of your shell at. Get out of your shell. It doesn't discount the trauma, but it allows you to know that you can get out of your shell. So I became the empowerment coach because I noticed that as I began to get out of my shell and share my experiences and share my wisdom, not only did people leave away enlightened, but they felt empowered. They were empowered to take the next step in their life, regardless of what it looked like, they were empowered to move forward. Now, I know a little bit about some of the trauma. Can you just share a little bit about so people can understand? Because some people don't know that when you share something, it you you get free of it. And that thing that's with through your share. Can you just tell them a little bit about how the empowerment you got? to the space of you calling yourself the empowerment coach, do some of one of the trauma traumatic things that has happened. Definitely. I think there were two major sections of my life that contributed to that. Growing up, I had a phenomenal family. I was raised by my mom, my aunt, and my uncle. And together, and my great-grandmother, together um, we were an amazing community. And I say that because it it took a community to raise me because I didn't know my biological father um, at that time. Um, However, as they were raising me, everyone had a beautiful, opinion of how my life should go. They wanted me to do this. They wanted me to do that. And it was phenomenal. And as they began to ask me, what do you want to do? I was, oh, I, I, I began to withdraw because they were also, they were pillars in my life. They were amazing people. And I was really afraid to really speak up and say what I wanted to do. All the ideas were great, but I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So that caused me to go into a shell and, and began to hold my voice and not begin to speak up. Another event, if I, I'm may, very- if I may, Coach Janetta, when you said that, it, it sparked something in me because so many of us grow up trying to please our parents or please someone else. And it sounds like you lost your voice in that and didn't know who you were as a, as a, I, um, as a human being on the earth or a woman, who you were supposed to be. Was that something that kind of, you could say happened? Definitely, definitely. Because I had these amazing people that were grooming and cultivating me, but I really didn't know who Janetta was. And it, it took some time for me to get out of that shell. It took some time for me to begin to gradually say, 
it's okay to agree to disagree in a cordial way, you know, because my thing was, I didn't want to step on any toes. My thing was, I didn't want to disappoint people. And, and then it trickled down into my adult life, right? So I'm like, oh, don't want to step on any toes. Oh, don't want to hurt anyone's feelings here. And, and that really, it came to a point where I was like, this isn't working for me. I'm going to begin to speak, well, prior to meeting Coach Cheryl, I just spoke what I wanted to say, right? It may not have been empowering, but it was to the point, right? <laughs> it was to the point. So a, listen, listen, I love Coach Cheryl. So Coach Cheryl would be like, so what I'm not doing. And, and you know, and, and, and this is the thing, when you get to a point where she was coming out her shell, then this is, this is, this, this is important. Her shell became her 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 safe place, right? Just your shell was your safe place, and then as she became out of her shell, she's like, okay, I got a little little courage, and so now I'm gonna start firing at you. Boom. Okay, you're not coming in. You, you're not, and that's where I saw where you became the empowerment coach. Is okay. Let me transform my story into an empowering story for people that have also went through that and they can begin to bridge that gap. That's what I kind of saw. Definitely 100% because <laughs> at that point, if someone has suggested, well, I think you should wear pink and green today. I don't want to wear pink and green today. And you wear pink and green, you right? <laughs> but you know, over the course of time. And, you know, and that's what many people don't want to do. They don't want to take the necessary steps. They think that once they take that step, it has to be perfect. I had to go through a process. I had to be okay with messing up. I had to be okay with dropping the ball here. And as I did, I was able to really customize and be cultivated into who God was calling me to be. And, and that's one thing I see working with um, the people that I, I work with. Everything does not have to be perfect. And that's one thing I struggled with is perfectionism. Everything had to be perfect. But as I began to say, you know what? I know I'm a work in process. God is still working on me. Um, I allowed myself to, you know, gradually move from step to step. To God's yeah, I, I hear a lot of your power of the spiritual principles, and it sounds like you're deeply rooted in your spiritual principles, which I know. Can you elaborate a little bit about how the spiritual principles play a pivotal role in guiding others to break free of their shell? Definitely. You know, when we think about, when I think about my life or the possibility of someone else's life with no spiritual principles, you know, I think about a life full of um, negative thoughts, low self-esteem, pain, trauma, doubt. And all of that, it has an impact in our relationships, in our decisions, and, and how we move. And so with the spiritual principles, prayer, seeking the face of God, meditation, journaling, you know, positioning yourself to be present. Many times we're just, we're, we're everywhere. We're just thinking about this. We're thinking about this. We're doing this, but we're not centering ourselves. We're not grounding ourselves. Um, we're not present onto what we need to be present onto. It 
it really impacts our life that we're not living our life at the full potential. And I did an observation. So many times we set like a new year's resolution. We'll say like January, I'm going to start this and it's going to be phenomenal. You get your little notepad, you get your Bible, you get your highlighters and everything. And then as the time goes on, you'll notice, mm, you got distracted along the way. So when you were on course reading your word and all that stuff, you're whistling, you have a phenomenal day, you had all these epiphanies, aha moments, and then all of a sudden you got distracted. All right, those spiritual principles start, you know, it starts going down. And and when that happens, it, it, it affects our demeanor in such a way that now we grumpy, now we can't think about our thoughts, now we don't have no inspiration, all that plays into who we are. But as we begin to put some structure in place, it really impacts our life, it impacts our character, and, you know, it impacts every decision that we make. So, spirit, so the spiritual principles that you are guiding people through is the almost like the bedrock of your coaching, right? Mm -hmm. It's the foundation of your coaching. So you have been able to get out the shell, but you you found through spiritual practices and spiritual spiritual practices, those principles has began. That's why I put you in the domain of spiritual practices because it sounds like you have married um, this to your courses. So, and just going into some of your courses, get out of the shell, has what these how do you empower individuals to overcome these obstacles right how do you do that and then marry the spiritual principles in that or is the spiritual principles in that that's a great question coach cheryl with this number one we begin to discover what caused this trauma right we have to identify what is it that caused me to go into a shell and once you did once we discover that we're able to apply a scripture to it right we're no longer that person we can work through this thing so the word of god plays a a key role in coming out of the shell meditating upon the word praying with the word becoming one with the word renewing your mind with the word all of that goes hand in hand and through through my courses i'm able to assist women with number one self-discovery self-discovery what that trauma was building confidence when you go through a trauma or a disappointment or a situation in life it really affects your confidence so by prayer, meditation, reading the word, you begin to build your confidence because you're calling those things that be not as though they were. So you begin to become one with that thing. Mindset transformation, right? So if through that, we discover, okay, I'm no longer that person, right? I'm who God says I am. I am this, I am this, I am this. So you begin to shift your mindset to move into who you desire to be, who God is calling you to be, and goal setting, right? So once you come from that many of us have goals that we just sit down on because we don't think that we're capable or someone said something or disempowered us or whatever the case may be begin to set the necessary task and goals in place so that they can move forward into who god has called them to be you know i too do move into pers uh, spiritual practices and how what my foundation of what um, I do. And I find that whatever you believe, you know, whatever the divine connection, God, 
you know, spirit, whichever you believe in, I believe the foundation of whatever that looks like grounds us as human beings. And what I'm hearing you say is that through your belief in God and what God does for you is bridges the trauma and be able to move through whatever shell that they're going through. And when you empower someone with spiritual principles, it becomes uh, um, a married of understanding how you can live this life that we all have one of. I had to realize this life that I have, I only have one of it. Let me do it the best way I know how. But sometimes I get in my own way. So sometimes I pray. Sometimes I meditate. Well, a lot of times I pray. I meditate. Those things that I do to ground Cheryl. And a lot of these spiritual principles I found is about grounding you. So I remember my grandmother and my mother was big prayer, big prayer warriors in my life. And they taught me how to pray when I don't know what else to do. Just And that was a symbol of just being quiet. <laughs> I know about you. But I just wanted to add that there when you were talking. <laughs> so that was interesting. So... You've also married, and she's up to some big things along with her courses that she has, but also you're pursuing another purpose in your life. And I love it because I am a, a licensed marriage and family therapist as well. You have decided to go into, a, you have to take the steps to get your marriage and family, marriage and family therapy license and all that. And you were pursuing that along with being a mom, along with being a wife, along with being a pastor, along with doing all this. What made you go ahead and do that in pursuing something other than, than what you're doing now? Was it a calling? What did you define? What was the destiny? What, tell me more. That's a great question, Quote Cheryl. I was doing some work in the community one day mm -hmm. and my mom was there with me and she noticed that people kept on coming up to me. They were like just pouring out their heart to me. Then they were asking for prayer, asking for guidance. And she was like, you're not gonna be able to do what you're supposed to do because everyone's just here like to really talk to you and do this and do that. And I began to think about it. Everywhere I go, people are asking me a question. Like I could be in a barber shop and someone would just begin to just pour out, you know, their, their life to me and just wait for my, I don't know what it is. I was like, what in the world is this? So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should get more educational training to understand mm -hmm. how to help people process their their mental trauma to help people in their mental health because many times situations it could be as simple as starting from our childhood that has really impacted our life to the now and we haven't really addressed that issue from the childhood we're still holding on to it and as a result it has impacted relationships it has impacted your goals how you perceive yourself and so much more and so i was like you know what i really desire to move forth in this area also it's an area needed in the church that wow. therapists are able because thank god for the men of god nationwide everywhere globally um in addition to what the men and women of god do globally the therapists are also important to help the people of god begin to work through their yes. their their the cycle that they are in so that they can walk in their overall wellness 
Yeah, because I just talk about that little that stigma because as a therapist, mental health in the church, they think mm -hmm. that the priest or the preacher, the reverend is supposed to be able to help them with their child that may have ADHD. And that's where I can say I got educated because uh, my son is very candid about he had ADHD and we didn't know what was going on. You would bring him to the church for prayer. You bring him, but he had a chemical imbalance. So we had to learn what does that look like when your child is struggling and the priest can't help them. Prayer does work, but so does therapy learning that there's no stigma. Let's get away from the stigma because it can be able to bridge you. Education and being aware bridges you for your children. And for, I always say, if your foot was broken, you would not hop around with a broken foot. You will go get that foot taken care of. Definitely, 100%. 100%. So when we're looking at this, this is where we have to, I love how she's marrying it. And she says, I'm bringing it to the church. I'm bringing what I have learned throughout my years of getting educated and bring and getting licensed and then being able to bring this to my church. There is going to be such a transformation because she is now stabbing into the, the, the stigma of going to get help when needed. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that because there is nothing that that's, that speaks to my heart, you know, that speaks to my heart. So anything else you want to say about that? You know, Coach Cheryl, you hit it right on, right on the head, you know, because it, it's very, it's very needed. And many times when we think about well, this is this is a deep topic, you know, the whole aspect of therapy, because you think about it maybe from a cultural point of view that maybe the family may not accept what that person is going through. So, getting the necessary skills, coping skills, techniques to deal um, with that loved one, with whatever they're going through, and being able to create wholeness within the family unit. So, this, this you know, this this it can go in so many different directions but it's, it's it's very needed and the one aspect that my favorite aspect of the therapy is helping people move powerfully in whatever they desire to do mm -hmm. so when they when they come into therapy maybe they're struggling with something or they don't think that they're able to we're going to set some goals we're going to talk about it or maybe they have a condition but we're going to work through this so that you can be authentically you and proud of who you are. Yeah, being proud of who you are is a necessary journey that sometimes we don't recognize that the journey that we're on is unique. But there's certain things as human beings we do go through that's alike. So moving in this aspect that you are just no different than me, but I can move powerfully when I understand me, understanding me. So as we are coming to a close, thank you for sharing your personal story with us, Janetta. I mean, it's really has you, you are a catalyst for empowerment 
and guiding people through. And I'm I'm glad that you're doing a lot in the church that's helping people. But I get some fireball questions right now before we tell people how to find you. I always ask a couple of fireball questions. What is the most rewarding aspect of what you do? The most rewarding aspect of what I do is to see someone else walk in their greatness. And I say this because there's many people that refuse to help others walk in their greatness. They want to keep it to themselves. But being able to share with some of the tools and the strategies to walk in their greatness is not taken from me, but as being able to empower someone else so that they can empower someone else so that they can empower someone else. And then we have a chain society. That is fantastic. And one last question. What do would you give to the audience as a mom, a wife that got so many hats, but they want to go and pursue something different? What would be your advice that you would give to those individuals? Well, first, I would like to congratulate you for wearing all those hats. I, I, I would say be able, if you do desire to do something and add on to your hats of something that you truly desire to do. Number one, make sure that it's a balance in your life, that you're able to maintain that which you already have. And as you're designed to move and transition to that other thing, that you allocate time for that. Incorporate some self-care because you're already here wearing these hats, but as you're adding another hat, you're really going to be a, you, it, it's needed to be added some aspect of self-care into your life. The most important thing is make sure that you're maintaining your spirituality. Make sure that you're still in covenant with God and being empowered and strengthened and revived because you're, you're gonna need that strength as you're shifting and transitioning to that, whatever state that you desire to move into. Wow. I told you she was going to be powerful. I mean, she was in the domain of the spiritual practice. She was in the domain of empowering you. This is what Janetta does. I want Janetta, tell them how they can get in touch with you, how they can take some of your courses and things like that. Tell them where they can find you. Definitely. Thank you, Coach Cheryl. You can find me at www.JanettaYaboa.com. That is how you can find me. Once you go to the website, you'll be able to click on whatever you desire to click on and move into that aspect. Coach yes, Cheryl. you want to make sure that if you're looking to get out your shell, this empowerment coach, she's a catalyst for transformation for people that has went through and she's getting ready to be a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm super proud of her. She's another one of Another one, another woman of color that's coming on. And I love it. I love it. I love it. And I want to make sure that all the listeners know, I want to thank you so much for joining me for another empowerful, a power-packed um, guest, Janetta Yaboa, the empowerment coach. And she's also standing in her own right. And remember, when you speak your power now, remember your voice. Your, your voice matters and each and every time that you for, go forth I want you to know that you matter and until next time stay in power and remember to speak your power now well thank you for tuning in to another empowering episode of speak your power now podcast we hope you found inspiration and valuable insight on your journey of self-expression remember the power of communication is in your hands and by honing on to this skill, you're going to unlock a world of possibilities. Your journey doesn't end here. Stay connected with us on social media. 
where we are going to continue the conversation and share your own stories of empowerment. So if you enjoyed this episode today, don't forget to hit us up, subscribe, leave your review, and share it with your friends. Also, feel free to share your thoughts with any questions or ideas you may have for future episodes. Together, we're going to build a community of confident communicators. As we wrap up, always remember that your voice has power to inspire, to uplift, and to encourage and change. Keep speaking your truth and empowering yourself and embrace the power within. Until next time, remember, your life is defined by one single moment. Let that moment be today.